Hi, and welcome to Irish Writers Podcast. We are three unpublished writers trying to make our way to publication. I'm Kate, and I'm writing a fantasy fiction novel. I'm here with Kathy. Hi, I'm Kathy, and I'm writing a rom-com crime novel. I'm also here with Moira. Hi, uh, I'm writing an action comedy screenplay. Okay, well, why don't we start with a writer's update? Okay. Who, who would like to start? Well, I can start and say I've okay. done sod all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was on a roll. I was doing great. I was doing my editing. I edited, I was using that um, the anchor scenes that I was telling you about last week, the week before. And um, I had, so basically what I did was I put it all up on the wall. I marked out my anchor scenes. I cut all the rubbish and the backlog and the external stuff I didn't need. Um, so I have that all tight down to the midpoint. And now what I'm doing is kind of going through up to that midpoint and just kind of rewriting it, making that kind of smooth and seamless and, and good again. Um, so I've gotten that far, um, but I have, um, I've only kind of rewritten the first couple of ages and then <laughs> oh, I had a lapse and I went on holiday so I threw it the back of the car and never yeah. looked at it. Um, so yeah, my, my update is that I have full intentions of going forward, um, but have not yet. <laughs> the problem is summer happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, so not only was I working, but I had a rare moment of extreme optimism. Um, so I had been doing serious cutting, moving my catalyst earlier and earlier. I mean, I'm not even sure if it's technically my catalyst um, <laughs> still. Um, but I kind of um, got it down. To, it was at kind of 40. I got it to, I think, 23 or something like that. And I thought, okay, that's enough. And now I have to kind of fill out spaces in between. But that's fine. I don't want to actually push to do that yet because I'm not just going to make things up to go in there. Giving them an arc, and I suppose I'm doing using the challenge by the medium, you know, because you can't, you have to show everything externally. So, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm thinking I kind of started to think about what it was they desired. So I suppose when I when I first started writing the story, I was trying to show who they were, and now like in so you end up trying to do what I tried to do, save the cat moment, which was a bit awkward, and mm-hmm. um. So I kind of have gone back now and cut out an awful lot of that because I was making there all that all happened in the start and it was way too long. So I really cut that right down, and now I'm trying to make the characters vulnerable a little bit so that to give them that like opening into showing their feelings in a way that if they were I guess real people outside the screenplay they would not. <laughs> you know? okay. um, but still true to who they are yeah. to a degree, but maybe just vocalizing maybe some questions or giving like a hint of like. That. And then I'm thinking about their desires, what they desire and what their drivers are. So I did like a, uh, like sitting in a cafe last <laughs> week, I um, did it like a naming the characters and the two kind of strong drivers for what they desire. Um, and that I think like, like went back through the screenplay and did the sort of colours, like these moments that were like this emotional desire <laughs> moments. <laughs> and um even though they're like when I say well, that makes it sound so much bigger than it is but yeah. they're like you know a situation where they want something or they what they say has meaning shows who they are it shows something emotional um and just kind of like highlighted that and I kind of, that's kind of as far as I got when my life got in the way because my life was getting away a fair bit at the moment um but it's this kind of like and I feel that once that will make it really clear to me uh-huh. like that then I give them arcs all the way through and that will probably fill out the spaces that I have left yeah, by yeah. my cutting you know okay, okay. um which isn't that much it's just probably 10 15 pages um mm-hmm. 
and then put it will push my point of no return back to where it belongs. <laughs> yeah. But I suppose my moment of like um, optimism came from when I again I went back to my feedback. I have four page four pages of feedback as well as scoring. So they do this kind of scoring, um, hundred out of hundred and fifty, and I scored one hundred and twenty one out of hundred and fifty, which seems mm-hmm. really kind of arbitrary. And you're like, I don't know what those numbers mean. Yeah. <laughs> is it an A? Um, and <laughs> but I know that when they score over one hundred and thirty, they get sent out to agents. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So to kind of know that, it, as it was, it was nine yeah. points away from that line. Yeah. And. So I had the whole, and they pointed out things that I could do to make it much better. And I had, like, mostly, right, so just to be clear, mostly I'm just afraid that what I'm doing now is ruining my story, right? Oh, <laughs> okay? <yeah. laughs> mostly. For the most part, I'm like, I have to try, but I think that this is going to be the dead dog version of the story. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm just a little bit afraid. Well, but, I, yeah. but I had a moment where I thought, oh, maybe I could make it really good. Like, yeah, yeah. just a little moment of, like, oh, actually, if I followed through with these things, if I really kind of thought about this approach and this approach and this approach, and again, like, it's going back to stuff I did early on where I kind of wrote out the story from the points of view of different characters, and actually that's why kind of the Mm -hmm. anti-hero person or Mm -hmm. the antagonist Mm -hmm. has a better story arc or a better character driver, because really I was writing the main character story and this person was just an antagonist mm-hmm. and then I thought well what does he want why is he here what when I wrote a little version of the story all the way through what he perceives you know when he comes in and that made that arc really clear and I didn't really do that for my main characters because I was like the story the screenplay is their arc you know yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. their story it, yeah. but actually I think that there's something there's definitely something in kind of going they want this when you know, when we have this thing happen, they're feeling this, they're thinking this. Mm-hmm. And then thinking about how to make that visual and verbal, yeah. Yeah. which is, I guess, the challenge of writing for for movies. I have know? in my head, like, Shakespeare's soliloquies. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, talking to the audience. Yeah, like, there's none of that happening, right? None of us. No holding up no. skulls. I've been like, oh! <laughs> 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 um, yeah, no, there's... it's. Actually, it's very small, right? The, the actual changes are really small. They're like half a line here or there. They're half a thought, actually. Okay. I think that when I kind of cut them down, I thought, oh, I don't need to, because I, like, you know, several people have said, oh, your main character is not very likable. Right. And I was like, I like her, you yeah. know? <laughs> um, but then they were like, you know, someone said, no, 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 you need the moment, like, when I, like in Aladdin where he feeds the orphans. And I was like, yeah, the save the cat moment. Right. And I, yeah. Then I kind of wrote this thing where she did something really nice that I thought was in character. Not just, just a decent kind of helpful yeah. thing. And then, like, the script feedback was like, who are these people? What are you talking about? Why are they here? And yeah. I was like, yeah, you're right. I just did that because I thought, tick a box. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's the danger of ticking boxes, yeah. I think. You know, I think... You, yeah. I don't think you should... Yeah, I've had that conversation it, before about following advice. Yeah, but it made me think then, when I went through it again, I thought, there's a couple of ways you make someone relatable. And sometimes it is they do something good, but sometimes it is showing vulnerability. Yeah. So what I did was I just kind of half-vocalised a moment of despair. Like, yeah, just yeah. a little, like a... I just think this, you know, I just think... This I, I think I can't even remember what the line is. So it's obviously really great. Um, but it's something like if I can just prove it, if I can just find the right thing to prove my worth, and it's probably not even as vocalized as that, then a person says, And what if that never happens? And that's like a little just a little snippet of despair yeah. in the start. And I thought, well that's gonna draw you into someone when you just someone who's probably not that 
parts be, yeah. but you just give a little sliver of right. like what's going on in the internal without kind of like modeling. And then I made sure it clicked back in really fast to like yeah. pulled away from that straight away because yeah. that's not what I'm writing. But I think mm-hmm. the the emotionality of comedy is very important. Yeah. And um and yeah, look, I, I could have it could be absolutely ham fisted and terrible, right? Um but I just kinda of thought, oh I'm just thinking about this differently now. And the, the I think the challenge and I think this is what you're facing is you're tired of your own story. Oh, oh I'm yeah. tired of oh, God. So, it's so it's like yeah. I do now understand why I've seen so many films where I'm like, God, if they just did one more pass and added in the jokes <laughs> um, but now I'm like, now I understand <laughs> yeah. why they don't. Yeah. Um I think the other thing is I think I've killed a lot of my jokes. Like that's oh, but see, no. you can always go back to that. that. I do. I think there'll yeah. be a pass where I go yeah. back and put in jokes again. Yeah. But I think like this emotional work is actually really important. Right. And it probably will be a light touch in terms of actual <clears throat> the actual lines that mm-hmm. are said and but it I think it needs to be there, it needs to be an arc, there needs to be death yeah. underneath yeah. the sort of like you need to go momentum and the yeah. you know in layers like yeah. get the Yeah, get the, down there's I think it's the, the deep truth. Stuff. The deep truth behind these Aww. people. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you need those emotions to come out. Yeah. <laughs> Et tu, Brute? <laughs> it was very funny, actually. The, the script reviewer that um, reviewed my script, had there was an article about him, and he just had, like, a line that said, like, I don't care what you do, just make me feel. Okay. And that's the thing he'd come back and said to me, like, there are moments of real pathos in what you've written here and here. And actually, when I wrote them, I was like, these are the worst bits. <laughs> they were the worst okay. bits. And, and I was like, I, I just need it for the story. Let's move on. And yeah. um, start talking about how we feel. And, um, you know, I think like that, you know, has made me think, okay, I have to think about um, not just how I would react in a situation, which is a big driver for, know, yeah. you know, how would this person react to the situation, but how to actually portray that in a medium where you can't show inside someone's head and you know you don't mm. want to be winking at the camera or <laughs> talking to skulls in your hand yeah. you know oh, um, why not you don't want to be but everyone's there eventually you the know? next screenplay we've always um, <laughs> um, yeah standing in your front room talking to the skull we've always yeah. how, how else would you know how you felt in um, fact you have one in your living room for decoration just, purposes only just, uh, let's just be clear that Kathy has an actual skull. In she her does. Room, and that's not a it's metaphorical plastic. skull. It's plastic. It's plastic. Right. I didn't know it in a previous life. Okay? <laughs> it was purchased legitimately. <laughs> not on the black market. And it has a, a nice little Viking hat on it. It does. It does. Yeah. That's add character. Could yes. be anybody other than that. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I, those those questions kind of opened up a little bit. Now, again, I, I think the real battle is. Oh, you know, I, there was one point that I was like, "Well, I'm going to get into bed with all my notes because sometimes I do a bit of bedding, as I call it." Okay. <laughs> Uh, and then I was like, I'm in bed. I could just make a fort. Yeah. So I didn't do any more work then when I got to bed. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I yeah. Again, I I start things and then I think about them for a while. And I'll come back and I'll finish them. But for me, starting is always the hardest bit. Yeah. So it's yeah. always like, oh, I started. So I feel like these are all open things that I've done, and I feel like I understand it a little bit more than I did before. I guess, and it's um, you know, I guess I'll give my update real quick too um i have started on the fourth edit yay what i thought you were going to say fourth book there for a no, second no 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 the are fourth. you still in the third can you say you're legitimately well, in the fourth i question this. okay okay <laughs> the third because okay of the first half of the book it's the fourth run there okay we'll just call it the third then, okay right? <laughs> um, i do like your destruction edit yeah the like destruction moniker yeah. yeah and it yeah 
um, started this week and going through with another person, mm -hmm. word by word, basically, and on page eight. That's oh. tough, girl. Yeah. And by, at, this, at this rate, it will be a year. Yeah, yeah. So that's... Would you be divorced at the end of the year? No, or? no. I think, <laughs> yeah, I know. I might end up with a bunch of kids. The end of the year. I don't know. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That's tough. Yeah, that's tough. Although, actually, do you know what? I did have my head. I was like, do you know, remember we did the um, the read out loud for your screenplay? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in my head, I was like, when I finish this edit, I think I'm going to get us to go through the book and read it out loud. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I looked up on Google to see how long that would take us. That would yeah. take us 15 hours. 15 hours? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, I, I was like, no, we won't do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought we might just do like the first third or something. Yeah. But I just thought like, hours. yeah, because I just thought, I really do think there is that benefit of going mm. through, you know, not, not maybe word by word, but like, you know, like yeah. sentence by sentence. Yeah. And, yeah. You know. It's called close reading. Close oh, right. Okay. So, oh, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you were working on a philosophy text, you might be, you know, read it and discuss it. But then you might also do a close reading, and in the close reading, you might just do a page or two, okay. you know, at a time. Okay. And it's, I, you know, what I think that you might not. It might be really valuable to do a close reading for a bit of it, or even just pick a mm -hmm. bit. Yeah. And I think that, like, because I think I find. I find it really hard editing other stories. I think I'd be really good at editing a really bad story because mm -hmm. I'd be like, no, no, I hate it, I hate it. Right, right. Yeah. But actually what happens is I get caught up in the story. Sure. So I'd say my notes on, oh, this is a typo or this is a wane at some point where I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh yeah, oh, that's Wait, a thing. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't really understand, but whatever, it's fine. What's happening now? You know, um, so... I think like that. That's something that I probably do when I in both of your cases where at the start I'm like, oh, this, 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 yeah. ooh, uh, ooh, shiny thing, ooh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so I think there's probably things in a close reading that you would kind of would be replicated throughout right. throughout your work, yeah, like, you know. Yeah. Um, because I'm asking of the dialogue, especially. yeah. Because I, yeah. I'm worried now because I'm starting the the opening um, scene now is with a very unlikable character. And he's like an incredibly minor character. Who's the star of it now? It, uh, Olsen Bosenberg. Who oh! Is, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I That's very like annoying. Him. I like he's it. <laughs> yes, but that is his like, main trait is that he's incredibly annoying. Yeah. But, you know, I have this fear that if you opened it on a Kindle and you were like, oh, who is this blocker? Yeah. I don't like him at all, you know, and you just close it. So I'm like, hmm. But it, it, it is the opening. It, yeah. it, like, none yeah. of the rest of it makes sense. It is the opening. So, like, and he's an antagonist. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's, I suppose, it'll, it's presumably then setting a chain of events in motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, it, so it needs to be there, but I'm just very worried about this opening on a nasty character. Well, he's not even nasty, can, though. He, he's, just, he's kind he's of very a, annoying, though. Yeah, he, he is. is but, but then Hercule Poirot is very annoying. He is, but none of her books actually open on him. Oh, okay. I looked yeah. that up. Well, well, the ones that I read, I looked up. I did my research. I searched my memory. I couldn't remember. I searched in about four books, and then I was like, oh, it's in everything. I'm tired now. I'm so lazy. Well, shall we move on from our editor? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Next topic is how do you name things? This should be interesting. Yeah. Okay. Who wants to kick off? <laughs> Who wants to kick I think off? You should go, Kathy. You have Me? a method. <laughs> I do have a method. So, my method is well, it's okay. Because my book is based in Ireland and um, because it's in the modern era, naming things is actually quite easy for me, I think. So, I basically use my third class 
class because for some reason I can remember everybody <laughs> who was in it and where they sat. I don't know why, but I can. So I basically run down through the students until I hit a gender that I need. <laughs> and I'm like, bingo. And so I felt though that I was getting a bit like, if anybody ever reads this book and realizes, like anybody who was in that class will know all the names, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so now I've started like swapping around the name and the surname. So it's nice. less <laughs> obvious. But yeah, that's my method. That, that makes it easy. It's really easy. And actually, another thing that I read once was um, if you wanted to set your um, play or your, your piece somewhere, that what you should do is go to a graveyard in the area mm-hmm. and walk around the graveyard and pick the names that are on the gravestones mm-hmm. because then they'll be kind of authentic to to your Place, if you know what I mean, yeah, yeah. But then I, you know, I was like, unfortunately, though, hopefully, well, hopefully, they'll be seventy years ago. Those right. will yeah. be the names yeah. that were typical of that place. Whereas I want mine to be kind of more modern than that because I don't want everybody to be called Mary and John. So, you know, I just wanted them because you know you have those Russian books where you're like every name is practically the same. They yeah. all begin with the same couple of letters. Ivan Ivanovich. Yeah, and you're like I just I, is this the same Ivan that was like earlier or is this so I, I wanted you know different starting letters, different names, and anyway, my third class provided that quite nicely for me. So kudos to those guys. Yeah, that's brilliant. I think, were we talking about this? Um, oh no, I was talking to a friend who did the Harry Potter uh, tour in Edinburgh. Yeah. And they take you to a graveyard. Okay. Where she she wrote some, or she got the the idea of names from these gravestones. Mm. And I think it's just a great idea, because I, I worry about so making them up. Yeah, because yeah, right. I fear, like, and I did find that when I was going through mine, like, I think I used the name Susan about twice and yeah. I, I had definitely repeated the names mm. and I was like I need to stop doing this because it's, I think it's confusing mm. as a reader and I know in Ireland everybody kind of does have the same names if you know what I mean yeah. like yeah. you will yeah. often work with people and they'll be like now which John was that is that the John on the second floor John on third floor <laughs> yeah. or, you know that sort of thing but I just I just think for reading a book I think it's easier when all the characters have a different name yeah mm-hmm. that's they're, they're true. My thoughts. definitely true um, yeah, so I have I think sixteen characters in in the screenplay, um, and I was really looking for really generic names actually. Like mm-hmm. I I wanted so, and it's something I have to think about again because I want the group of people to look diverse, and I have said they should look diverse, but I haven't specified you know mm-hmm. like an ethnicity for each one or because yeah. this is part of my back to my thing where I'm like oh yeah I don't know if it matters you know um but I might have to go and do that so they all have really generic names that you could come from any background with but that probably have sort of like a European um, yeah. English speaking like whatever slant on that so I might need to rethink that and, and kind of like change change that up a bit I had um, for a long time my bad guys were called BG 1, 2, 3 and 4 and, <laughs> and I remember that there was a fun day in our writing group where I was like I really need to think of names for my bad guys and I stopped calling them BGs and then someone said why don't you name them after the BGs <laughs> and so yeah. there was like a moment where we looked up the names in the BGs and they don't have the more obvious names it's like a, there's actually quite a long list of people who've been in the BGs and there are people from more from the end of the list and sometimes the gender is changed so Dennis became Denise um, and that kind of thing but yeah so I haven't had to name that many people and I've been grasping at straws already so yeah. I kind of um 
Whereas I had hundreds of people in my yeah. book. Like I have hundreds of characters. And I, I mm. realise now at this point I'm beginning to think that's a flaw. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel yeah. like I remember I once read a book and there were so many characters in it that the back of it had an index yeah. with the character name and what they were or where they came oh, in yeah. or that sort of thing so yeah. people could keep them straight in their if mind. you have to have a character index, yeah. you know... Yeah. I, I feel like I have there's a, a lot of characters yeah I feel like I have a flaw there so I'm hoping that through the editing a lot of them will be eliminated like I've already eliminated one whole family like they're mm-hmm. gone there's been 11 kids in that family so they're <laughs> wiped you know <laughs> the movies is it? they're gone the no! movies are gone yeah they're no longer part of it they'll have to have their own book they really should have their own book they were good but no, they're gone yeah. nice so yes, yeah, so I think that's why I started struggling, and that's why I think I had so many repetitions because I'm like, oh my god, I'm another <laughs> character. Yeah. Like, what am I gonna like? What am I gonna do? You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. What about you? You don't have that problem. Yeah. Okay. Mine is more in involved because I'm writing fantasy fiction, and there's an element of there's different different languages between the different people and languages that I've kind of. I've made up. Mm-hmm. Yes, super nerds. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so the the names have meanings and but one thing I do is and naming characters, I think it's it's oh, I I I just do not like it no. at all. Yeah. Um and you know, you're reading if I've read fantasy books where the characters' names are just ridiculous. Yeah. Like a Ribador Falcon and things like you know, no I, I just can't get into that but um, in fairness this is what I've done um, to just to brainstorm I'll, I'll look up ancient names like ancient Greek names or ancient Babylonian names and write like I'll write them down and like here I will show the two people who can see this. <laughs> we can take a photo of it and put it on Twitter or something. It's here. Um, or so, get a YouTube yeah, channel. I have this great people. notebook. Oh, listen, um, no one needs to see the state I look at today. So. Yeah. so don't take any of these names, people, if you see this. On, um, so there's the names of all these ancient Babylonian people. And so I'll just take them and then I'll, I'll play with the names. I'll play with the... The letters and and just, yeah, so on the other side, it's like these names that I've come up with. And some, I think they said, I'll say it out loud Mm -hmm. to myself and I can't, if I can't take it seriously, I will just not use it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, you know so that's I mean, what I'm doing. Yeah, Joe, you know it's really interesting with this. Is I can see you've got the the name and the meaning of the name. Yeah, and I think this is really interesting. This is something actually that they discussed in one of those many many writers' classes I was on. Um, they were talking about um kind of subliminal messages through mm-hmm. your names. Mm-hmm. So like your good characters will be like, you know, Kathy of the Sunshine, or you know, like, <laughs> right. like you know, Kate of the Golden Globe, yeah. or whatever, you know. And then like your bad characters will be like. More of the dungeons, you know. Yeah. What I mean? but, like you know, yeah. this sort of idea. This this is brilliant. Like, cause in this particular list, it has these names of like, oh, this was like the combination of two early kings, and then this one says rebel. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a rebel. Yeah. A raku. Anyway. So I think that's really good. Yeah. Right? I think so that's, that's good. That's one. I, do you one know, of the ways. something as a kid, I hated it. I really? hated when. Um, 
Like I'm not, you know. So Harry Potter didn't come out when I was a child, so it's not it's not the right example. But the you know the name of uh, like Remus Remus Lupin, is that it? Is that it? I'm gonna get, get it wrong now. Um, uh, and that he was a, a wolf, mm-hmm. and like that as a yeah, child that Remus. annoyed me because it's like, it's, it's like why are you naming a, a character after something that will happen in the future you know was he not always a wolf no but his parent no not when he was born and his oh, parents really? named him oh no, okay he got okay. bitten oh right okay sorry <laughs> so, my, my Harry Potter well, it's like, it's like it have you heard the legend of Remus and Romulus <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so yeah. one of them is the Latin root for wolf I can, but, okay yeah. well, and then the other one okay. is so Kathy okay so Remus and Romulus were brothers okay. that were um, that were raised by a wolf basically, okay. and they were the founders or um, Romulus was Rome. Rome yeah. Oh, right, okay. Rome. Yeah. So, so that's like that. There were, I'm sorry. There this is like Mowgli for real. Hmm? Mowgli for real. Is this Remus and? Yeah, it's okay. kind of like Mowgli. <laughs> it's, it's, it's legend. Well, okay, okay, okay. Anyway, yeah. but but it's both right. And I'm just saying, like, I can't remember the books that that was done to that I actually read yeah. as a child. Yeah. But they annoyed me because I was like, I under like this is now you're ruining my suspension of disbelief in the character arc of naming this character something that will happen to them in their life that the parents couldn't possibly know about when they named the character. And I'll buy mm. into that. Yeah. I, I will accept that, right? Mm. But do you know when you? are writing something and your character is um, exactly like another character from a different book if you know what I mean so mm-hmm. like so something from legend so like say you're writing um, and again this will be a bad example but say you're writing like a book and what you want to give is like a real tomboy or yeah. you know this sort of stuff so you might call your character Georgina or George after yeah. the famous five mm-hmm. so what you're doing is you're kind of leaning on what you already know mm-hmm. about that character name and kind of just Taking shortcuts and people might say. I don't know if it's legal or it's allowed. But you're you're kind of you know. So it's this sort of idea that you you mm -hmm. borrow from like you know like like the name Harry Potter. It will always instantly like people will know what you're talking about. So if you name a character in your book Harry. Well, Potter maybe more. If you right. name it like Mr. Potter or... Or something like Hermione or something that would be very memorable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah right. you're instantly leaning yeah. on like that she's mm. clever and that she was bright and, you know, and yeah. all those sort of things. You're like instantly putting them into your character. Yeah. So it's like a little, hello, shortcut. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know if they're no. allowed. What do you think about It's those? really, really prominent in children's books that people are named something like that will happen to them yeah, right? yeah. and it, as a child it really really annoyed me like as an I adult, feel like it still adult, kind of bothers like, you to be honest as an adult I'm like you know <laughs> sure. yeah, you know it's, it's okay. like a, yeah whatever yeah, fine, but like I like I, well, you know, when I'm supposed to be non-critical, that mm-hmm. like when I'm like when I was like eight or nine, yeah, that kind of like I'm supposed to be non-critical, and it annoyed me then. Right, like, I, you know? I'm so. getting an idea for an, a new name for <laughs> your character. More no, no. I thought it. <laughs> yes, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff will be king. <laughs> Jeff will be king. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that works. Yeah. Or I wonder what happens to him in the future. <laughs> Michael. I, I feel this, this guy has so much potential. Somebody I could follow and really get behind. Yeah. Oh, but there was another. There's another thing that I use in making making up characters' names. Mm-hmm. Is uh, I'm very influenced by Spanish and mm-hmm. Catalan in particular, and so I'll I'll kind of play with. Uh, a little bit of, yeah, 
Catalan names and places, okay. and because a lot of yeah the influences there for me. And I like them because I think it makes them sound like I don't know like more. They're like they're like airy fairy or they're like you know they're yeah. more like it's a romantic or yeah that sort yeah. of thing yeah I do like them yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's fun. And I also pronounce them in the Spanish, like a way Spanish or Catalan would yeah. pronounce them. And other people, like when, when other people read it. Oh God, I've your name. No, 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 everybody yeah, has. And, but you know, that's fine because I, I think that there's two, in my, my book, there's two kind of races and, of people or nations mm-hmm. of people. And the one would pronounce it one way and then the other would pronounce mm-hmm. it. A different way so I think it's completely fine when if people kind of make up their own ways to mm, pronounce yeah, the names yeah. that I, I have I in think my book. I you're politely trying to say is butcher how you say the name. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay you butcher the names. It's okay. Although do you know what's something I did struggle about when I was going through is do you know when people talk to each other they have little nicknames for each other mm. especially fellas like they're mm-hmm. you know they call each other you know yeah. Polly or mm. you know and this sort of thing whereas I felt it was confusing if a character had more than one name mm-hmm. because yeah. people were like, is his name Jeremy or Remy? Is his yeah. name, you right. know, yeah. who is this? Who is talking? It took me well, a while to, 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 to kind of get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, I've packed it. Uh, <laughs> I'm moving at the moment. so uh, that's it. But if you look at Tolstoy particularly, and I think in the Russian books, like okay. they all have like four names. And it's, they have to have those characteristics at the back because it's so right. confusing. Right. So they have their Ivan, formal name. Ivanovich. And, I, and then, then they have their informal and patronymic. Yeah. And yeah. then they have... So, damn it, why is it already in the box? <laughs> um, so, like... I like um, should pause so you can go find this book. Oh, I'd have to open the box. <laughs> and then... But, like, so so they have, like... Peter might be, might be called... Um, uh, Pecha. Yeah. And Natasha might be called Na- Natalia or... You yeah, know? yeah, um, and then and they then have a like it'll be they have, so they have like a first name, formal first name, formal surname, mm. kind of informal name, and then uh, patronymic, which is their father's yeah. Ivanovich or yeah, like yeah. Ivanova, or and which is changed based on gender as well. Oh, great. And then mm-hmm. and then they have a little pet name. Yeah, like and it's so it it's so confusing. Like you keep having to go to the back of the book, you know. Oh, right. and, but but it, it is also more... culturally appropriate and more authentic do you know what I mean like I know that like I mean and I I feel it's more boys and girls like people don't so much call me Clarky they call me Kathy whereas I know my husband gets called like Clarky you know all sorts of variations of the word Clark I don't very few people call him John do you know what I mean (laughs) he's also John though so I it's uh, a very yeah yeah. so I could call the broth that was my name in college yeah do you know so So, but like you know and in that way I guess when you're trying to portray the two characters have been friends for years mm. and they know each other well and they're mm-hmm. buds, you know, that you're like, I feel like it's more appropriate that they will be calling yeah. each other nicknames yeah. Yeah. than they right. would be like, hello, Paul. No. <laughs> Good afternoon, sir. <laughs> yeah. Good you morrow. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that is a portrayal that they are cross at each other and that there's some shit that go down, you know? So I just, yeah, I worried about that. And, and I know it, it did make it confusing for my readers when I kept changing between names and nicknames and that mm. sort of thing. So I, I took it out and I stopped, but I feel the book is weaker because of it. Yeah, I, like I didn't, it, it, it took me a minute to go from Jeremy to Remy. Yeah. Because I suppose in my mind, I'd be like, Jeremy, Jer. 
you know? Yeah. And, but once I did, I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that is the name. Oh, yeah, okay. And, but then yeah. I wonder if I did it for all the characters, would it be super confusing? I, it probably, but because it's not every name that that's done to. No, and actually yeah. I, only did it for, I only did it for the main characters because the secondary characters were only ever addressed by friends but, uh, who by would, but would always yeah. call them their nickname so yeah. they were they never you never learned their formal uh, name yeah. if you know what I mean whereas it was only my main characters that were talked to in work and they were also talked to at home mm-hmm. and they were talked to by friends so that you know they would have different variations of the name there but um yeah that was that was kind of what I did Oh, Kate's given us a signal to wrap up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast will be very long. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, you can find us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Irish Writers Pod. You can email us at irishwriterspodcast at gmail.com or visit our website at irishwriterspodcast.com. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.